0: On this episode of This is Game Boy Light, Kung Fu lives in everything we do. It lives in how we put on a jacket and how we take off a jacket. It lives in how we treat people. Everything is Kung Fu. everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of this is game boy light and this time with me Mula as uh, the sole host so yeah uh, like always for these light episodes it's only one of us doing them so this time it was my turn so here we go um you might wonder what in the world was that quote that just happened before the episode started it's actually a quote from uh, jackie chan and um, why i that will become very apparent uh, after this intro bit. um, It it will make more sense, for sure. Uh, But yeah, first let's uh, talk a little bit uh, about what I have been up to. Um, Not that much um, when it's like in the time between our last recording and this one, like the the three-year anniversary episode. So I've been playing some more Sekiro. I think I'm almost at the end of it Uh, but I am stuck on a boss though but I only tried for like half an hour and then I started playing another game so I have to get back into it but but I'm getting close to the end and then I have to replay it two more times I think to unlock everything I can unlock Uh, but yeah still fun game hard as it should be Uh, but it's it's definitely overcomable uh, people who are afraid of these from software games you can do it it's really not that bad as people make it out to be is it hard yes but it's it's definitely always doable um i have been playing one piece world seeker though uh, the ps4 version i don't know on which other consoles it's out i think it's out on pc as well at least um I think it took me like 24 hours to complete the game. So I got uh, all the achievements and things like that. Uh, Not for the DLCs though. I didn't buy those because in my opinion it is definitely not worth it. I do not want to play more of the game. And definitely not at the price range those uh, DLC parts go for. Um, Like I haven't played that many One Piece games. Like I'm a huge One Piece fan and, and this is just like a standalone story i think it takes place after the dress rosa arc for people who are uh, actually following the following the anime or or reading the manga I i think it takes place uh right after that at least um yeah this one is i think the first like open world one piece game so that caught my interest uh but i didn't see that many great reviews about it so i just never got to it and and then i got my hands on a copy of this game for free basically so i decided to play it and yeah it's it's not great it's not bad at all but it's just very uh well it is straightforward for an open world game which is really good in my opinion because i don't really like open world games that much but um there's just not much to do it's always the same and the battle system is, is very samezy. like you would expect boss fights to be a little bit heavier focused on on your abilities and things like that but it's totally not it's it's like very samezy all the way throughout the game but if you're looking for like a, a short one piece game and, and you really like uh, the entire world that that's anime or manga has set up um take a look at it if you can find it for cheap like for 10 bucks 20 bucks maybe maximum or wait for uh, like a game of the year edition or ultimate edition that will probably come out sometime uh when you get the dlcs as well uh for a better price than, than what you have to pay for now um if i can recommend the one piece game the gameboy advance one is really good and the first three uh one piece pirate warrior games are really good but those are like dynasty warrior games if you're not into those like you will probably not like playing them either but uh, the game Boy Advance one is pretty cool it's like uh a beat-em-up platformer kind of game so Definitely check that one out if you haven't done so. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, I I haven't been doing much. Uh, There is this secret project me and EBC are doing. So I have played something for that. More on that will be announced very shortly for sure. Um, But yeah, besides that, no games. Uh, Just some reading, some more Stephen King novels for me. Um, And that's, that's pretty much it actually. So yeah with that being said let's dive into uh the game of this week kung fu master or also known as spartan x in japan let's go right, welcome back everybody. Let's take a deeper look or a closer look at uh, Spartan X or Kung Fu Master for Game Boy. So this game came out in Japan on the 12th of November in 1990 under the Spartan X name, of course. Uh, And then it got released in the U.S. in February 1991 and in Europe in 1991. We we never know uh, an exact month for that weirdly enough but yeah it's it's all around the same time basically only a few months apart um this game was developed and published by iram um you know me i i just love iram games and this is definitely another <laughs> one that i really really enjoy um, even though it doesn't offer that much which we will uh, dive into very shortly for sure uh, but yeah Just completely made by Irem. Um, Even the composer is credited as Irem Sound Team. So not really one specific person, but just a few people working uh, on a lot of IREM games Uh, I did find the names of the people who were or are well no IREM is is defunct so that were in the IREM sound team and uh, they were Ikuko Mimori Masato Ishizaki Hiroshi Kimura and Masahiko Ishida so um, either one or multiple people were responsible For making the soundtrack for this game and if you are wondering what kind of a game this is this is actually a quote-unquote beat-em-up yeah most people will probably definitely know the NES version kung fu master I think it's also called Uh, the very linear walk left walk right walk left walk right walk left again uh, where you just go up a pagoda I believe uh, floor to floor Uh, you face up against an endless spawn of enemies coming at your way which you can uh, either kick or punch Um, then you make it to the boss and you go up a floor and that's it it's like a very simple game for sure but it's also just based on the arcade game uh, which was called Spartan X and um, Spartan X was actually based on or inspired by the Jackie Chan movie Meals on Wheels. Um, I think that's the translation, though. I think the movie is actually called Spartan X in in Japan. But uh, yeah, that's where that quote came from. Like, it doesn't come from that movie. It was just a random Jackie Chan quote that I found. Uh, But yeah, that's basically what the entire premise is based on. Um, That actually arcade game got a lot of ports, of course, because... uh, Everybody knows the NES one, but there has been uh, a lot of different ones on on other home consoles as well. So this is actually a sequel. Um, I know if you try to find any information about Kung Fu Master for Game Boy, they all say it's a port of the arcade version. It is not. It it is actually a sequel to the game. Um, And from what I could gather, this might be the plot. Uh, I found it on a random website that I was gonna put in my notes and then I lost it. So I don't remember what I searched for when I found it. But apparently uh, this comes from the manual. Um, So in the first game, uh, your character is named Thomas. That's all I know. So this should be in the Game Boy manual, which sadly we don't have a scan of. Um, so here we go. Uh, Thomas, now a secret intelligent agent, investigates the disappearance of scientists and engineers known in the field of weapon development and the apparent involvement of mysterious millionaire and martial artist Zep Morgan. Now Thomas has to face Morgan's contracted killers like Chainsaw Man, Napalm Bomber, the Twin Ninjas and the Strongman. So apparently that that's what the manual says. I hope I can verify that one day, but sadly at this point in time, we, we just don't have a scan yet of it. Yeah. If you have the manual, please provide us with a scan. You can always submit it to, uh, I think it's gameboymanuals.com or is it gbmanuals.com? Let me check. Uh, I actually don't know Well, it's on sprinting Legs' site, so com. you can you can find a link that points you towards where you can submit those so yeah pretty simple plot uh I th- the first one i know it's like mr has kidnapped your girlfriend sylvia and you have to save her apparently there you were still just being a martial artist a kung fu master but in this one you are actually part of a secret intelligence agency um, and i think that goes further into like x2 or spartan x2 on nes uh, which is a completely different game uh but it it is another sequel so it that would be the third game in the series uh but yeah this is the second one so you're just still uh still a normal kind of martial artist but uh you do work for a secret intelligence agency apparently so yeah let's dive into the gameplay a bit um it's pretty simple if you've ever played the uh nes version or one of the other versions um there's not much to it it's still the same principle you just walk from left to right in this case um an endless spawn of enemies comes at you until you reach the boss you defeat the boss and you move on to the next stage like super simple there there's not much to it um this game however introduces some platforming in later stages and uh environmental hazards something you did not see in uh, in the original game um, so yeah it, it does change up the formula a little bit built upon the base that it had in the in the first game uh, but from a baseline perspective it, it's it's basically still the same game but with with some uh, new enemies and new tricks up its sleeve so when it comes to the controls it's very simple the directional pad moves you either left or right um, the up button will make you jump the a button does a kick and the b button does a punch attack uh, there is however a bomb you can pick up that gets dropped by certain enemies that you can use while pressing the b button it will show up in your quote-unquote inventory at the top of the screen when you have it so you know that you can use it um, there's also a new move that you can use which is basically a backward somersault kick and It kind of works weird but it's like by you do it by kicking while jumping but it it has a very specific input for it so what you usually end up doing is you can just do a jump punch or a jump kick and sometimes when you're jump kicking you might press kick more than once uh, because you like spamming the button and then you suddenly do that somersault kick Flying backwards while uh, while kicking everything around you. Uh, maybe the manual says how to actually properly do it. I never figured it out. Uh, I just know I can do it by by spamming the kick button. So um, is it useful? Not that much, to be honest. So you're better off not using it. But it's cool to see. So might as well try it out for sure. Um, the game does offer a variety of pickups as well. Um, most enemies drop these kind of bags i believe they are Um, these refill your health a little bit they also can drop a heart which is basically the same but it refills more of your health and then like i mentioned before some of them drop a bomb Uh, sometimes it's very uh specific which enemies do it other times when it comes to uh, the later stages it seems to be random Uh, maybe there's like uh, you have to defeat so many enemies before it spawns or something like that. But uh, the first time you encounter it would be in stage 3. Uh, stage 1 and 2 don't have the bomb. And then it would be very specific, tied to uh, to a certain enemy that gives you that bomb. But yes, yeah, speaking of stages, let's uh, dive into those. Um, so first off, you start in the street. Very normal level, very left to right level. Well, all of them are left to right, to be honest. But uh, there's like no things to jump on, uh, nothing to avoid or anything like that. It's literally go from the left to the right and, uh, challenge the boss at the end of this course. Um, the enemies that appear here are the normal ninja. These are the enemies you will see mostly throughout the game. Uh, they just come running at you or, or jump at you. Then they try to grab you and they damage you. So you can take care of them easily by just, uh, kicking or punching them out of the way. There's also the quote-unquote mini-bosses, but it's just guys you have to hit three or four times, I guess. Uh, And these are the Chain Whip dudes. I don't have the actual names, I'm sorry. Uh, But these are just guys standing stationary, moving a little bit to the left and to the right. Uh, But they use a chain whip to to actually attack you. Very easy to avoid. Just hit them a few times. You can actually stun lock them and that will take care of them. But yeah, after a little while, and it really is a little while, these are all very, very short stages. You come across the boss and uh, in this case, that would be Chainsaw Man. Uh, He kind of looks like a like a bigger Jason uh, holding a chainsaw. Um, You have to wait until he like raises his chainsaw before you can go in and attack him. But uh, once he does that, it's very easy to take care of him. Uh, My suggestion is doing a a crouch kick, uh, which kind of locks them into place and you can keep uh, spamming the kick button. And that will pretty much take care of him very easily. Uh, next up, we go to the docks. Um, again, normal ninja are very present there. Also a few chain whip dudes trying to block your path. But there's a new hazard in this stage and that's flying barrels that come out of uh, apparently nowhere. Um, You can kick them, you can punch them, but it's mostly easier to either wait for them to bounce back on on top of some crates or just jump over them. So yeah, this uh, level ultra also introduces some quote unquote platforming where you have to jump on some boxes to uh, to advance in the stage but again it's very straightforward like all the stages it's just left to right you'll get to the boss very soon and then it suddenly becomes clear where those barrels are coming from because you're facing off against strongman strongman is uh, a fat dude who's throwing barrels at you that's pretty much it um the best way to deal with him is just to go up against him let the barrel hit you and again like with chainsaw man just do a crouch kick until he uh, he flies off the screen being dead and all um the thing with this guy is he does like to move backwards a lot so you have to like readjust yourself and get close to him again so you can actually kick him but yeah that takes care of the second level of the game and you're definitely already playing this game for two minutes now wow <laughs> that's how short it is uh, but yeah next up is the terrain. kind of reminds me of like uh, the third level in fall of the foot clan where you're on top of the the moving uh, trucks kind of rem- reminiscent of that but yeah on for this one you're on top of the terrain again there's normal ninja coming uh, towards you from from everywhere a few chain whip dudes again blocking your path but there's a new guy popping up his head uh, from inside of the uh train wagon sometimes and that's the ninja with a gun Um, you can hit him before he even shoots but if you wait a little bit he will shoot like two or three bullets at you that you can easily jump over and then go back down so the best way to take care of them is Uh, Just rush towards them and and crouch kick them Um, after a while one of these will drop a uh, bomb but I think it's tied to how many of them you defeat Um, and depending on how you spawn in enemies you might not uh, get the third one I believe that is uh, that drops the bomb. But yeah, you can always go backwards and and grab one. And um, that bomb isn't a bad idea to have, actually, uh, especially with the next boss coming up, um, which is called the Napalm Bomber. Um, It's basically, if you have ever played Metal Gear Solid 3, you have, like, the Fury, who has this... uh, flamethrower kind of weapon um it's kind of like that he's in a full body suit trying to protect him from the napalm in this case uh but yeah he comes towards you and he shoots the the napalm bomb towards you and they create like a small pillar of fire that's uh that can easily destroy you if you stay in it. Um, There are no iframes in this game, sadly, so if you stay in it, you uh, will die very quickly. Um, You also fight this guy at the uh, front of the train, which has a steam engine, apparently, so steam is coming out. So the first time you come across this guy, it might look like it's really hard to defeat him, uh, but the best way to deal with him is actually to move backwards again so he follows you um, and then use one of the bombs to throw at him. will definitely take down like half of his health and during that time you have the opportunity to move close to him because he can shoot at you and then you can do the old crouch kick again to easily take care of him but yeah this is definitely the hardest boss in the game um and you only have three lives i think maybe two continues as well uh but yeah this might be an issue boss if you don't know what you Heading into uh, stage four, we have the factory lower floor uh, in here. You see some new enemies. The, the normal ninjas are gone. I believe in this one, but now we have these small ninjas that you have to duck for to be able to hit and they jump towards you and try to grab you. Um, a little bit further in. You also have these true uh, throwing star dudes. Uh, they just jump around and, and throw some uh, ninja stars at you. You can deflect the stars by punching or kicking them but it's easier just to like jump over them and then go after uh, the ninja uh, the star thrower uh, himself Um, this level also introduces more platforming and more stage hazards Um, in here you will find spikes that can hurt you exhaust vents that uh, put out steam to block your path, and moving platforms that you have to jump on don't be afraid, though. It's very simplistic, uh, so you you can easily get through it without without dying. You're, there's not really an issue to be had there. But after a while, you come across the boss of this area, which is uh, one of the twin ninjas. I call him Ninja Leader One. Uh, this is basically a bumped-up version of the throwing star dudes. Uh, he also throws stars at you while jumping across the room and he also has a sword in which uh, with which wit which 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 with which 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 with which, which, which and which with which he can attack you I think that's uh, how you say it yeah uh, so he's pretty easy basically um, you could maybe have a bomb on you before you even uh get to him, if you can hit him before he can jump that will take down half of his health as well, but otherwise just jump and punch or jump and kick to uh to reach him and he will go down very easily um so yeah let's move on to the factory upper floor which is stage five again same enemies uh, same kind of issues in this stage than in the previous one with the stage hazards but it does introduce a new stage hazard which is a conveyor belt um, which you usually have to take to get through some smaller areas that you can go through and there is an exhaust vent in the way so you have to time it correctly but again very short stage very easy stage to get through and at the end you will come across the second ninja twin or ninja leader 2 He literally is the same as the previous boss, but uh, he has a different sprite, of course. Uh, But you fight him on a conveyor belt, so it's harder for you to keep your footing. But basically, it's the exact same fight as you did before. A cool way to uh, kill this boss, if you can, is uh, to have a bomb and try to get him to the right side of the conveyor belt because there's also spikes on the sides of the conveyor belts use the bomb to push him backwards into the spikes him taking double damage from it because again there are no iframes for bosses either Um, and that will like immediately take care of him i've only been able to do it a few times but it is a really cool way to do it if you can line it up but he does tend to jump over you so that it's pretty useless to try and do that but yeah that takes care of the entire factory so diving into the final stage yep final stage you heard it right um, which is the hideout um, I think at least it looks like a hideout so um, you go Through a very long haul with all of these small ninja attacking you Um, better make sure to pick up a bomb because again it always comes in useful for the boss but it's a super straightforward level no hazards no things to jump on. It's literally just a walk up to uh, Zap Morgan who is the final boss of this game as I uh, stated earlier so this is a hard fight if you get caught. (laughs) let me just say it like that so what this guy does is he does this flying kick with both feet in front of him it kind of looks like his sprite is just going vertical at that point Uh, but when that hits you it hits you for a lot you can maybe take two hits or two and a half hits and uh, you will be dead but again you can kind of cheese him through half of his health bar by using a bomb just as he lands and you throwing it under his feet. That will take care of a lot. But the easiest way to basically defeat him is to go towards him. Maybe wait for him to do his flying kick and then just counter with your own kick. So you kick him out of the air. Um, If you can get close enough to him, you can start doing normal kicks. I don't recommend crouch kicks for this one because he will just uh, do the flying kick right over you. that's the easiest way to take care of him but this is it's not the hardest boss but if you get caught by him you will die very shortly or very quickly so um yeah better make sure to uh to brace yourself for that and yeah that's the end of the game um i think i talked longer trying to explain what the game is than how long the actual game is Uh, this is literally a 10 minute game um it also offers two difficulty levels uh easy and hard hard just means you take more damage basically um so it is definitely harder um it might even be more fun to play it on hard because easy is just so easy um but yeah this is a game that takes 10 minutes sadly um just like the nes game or or the other home console versions of kung fu master uh they're they're just super short but uh they're at least fun to play and if you have like uh, 15 minutes to spare and don't know what to do just pop in kung fu master and you're good to go so yeah let's talk about uh, the game a little bit more because there are actually some regional differences for this game so there is a difference between kung fu master and spartan x uh, even though they are not super important except for maybe the last one so um the held bar Uh, in the japanese version when you look at it it is segmented so you can see five ticks of the health bar i believe whereas in the other versions you can only see these segments when your health pool drains so when it goes under a segment you can actually see there's an outline for that but for some reason they changed the sprite even though the japanese one looks better in my opinion Uh, but maybe they changed it because it might look like you only have five hits which is Definitely not the case, but uh, it's, it's a, I mean, they could have done it, but I don't know why they did it. Like, it bears no difference, really. Um, Thomas's sprite, so the main character sprite, uh, has been changed in the international version uh, to look more muscular. Uh, for starters, and less like Jackie Chan. Uh, if you look at the uh, Japanese one, it, it definitely you can definitely see that it's based on Jackie Chan. Whereas the uh, international one is just more an American dude, basically more muscular, uh, and makes more sense that he's called Thomas then. Um, When it comes to sprite changers, the twin ninja leaders, uh, they they also got a sprite change. Um, They basically got slightly more detailed. Uh, Like the first guy, you can basically see like the... Like if you take a look at a lot of ninja pictures, they have this mesh kind of thing on their shirts or on their undershirts it looks more like that in the international version and the helmet of the second twin he suddenly has horns or or wings on it uh why again no idea but uh, it's cool to see that they use different sprites but uh Besides that, they don't do anything different, so uh, it's it's really just a sprite swap. Um, the biggest difference, though, is in the final stage. So in the Japanese version, um, you only go up against uh, Zap Morgan. Um, there's no walk towards him with with a little ninjas or anything. Um, so yeah, for some reason in the international version they added the long walk towards him i guess it makes it a little bit more epic than just uh, (laughs) taking two steps and facing up against the boss and it makes the game like 30 seconds longer if or maybe even 10 seconds longer so um i'm not sure which one i like best uh and even from a speedrun perspective both versions are different so they have different leaderboards so it doesn't matter um Otherwise, of course, the Japanese version would be the fastest. So if you're interested in the speedrun, uh, I guess play the Japanese version, unless you want want to the international, one. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Uh, it just adds like 10 to 20 seconds or something like that. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I can say about the actual Kung Fu Master game or Spartan X game. So let's take a closer look at the cover art. So let's first uh, look at the American or yeah American International one. Um, <laughs> look, it has a it has a martial artist on the cover um, who kind of looks like a mix between Luke Kang and and Bruce Lee. So he doesn't even look like Jackie Chan or Thomas. Um, he's just standing there with one of his kung fu stands. Uh, yeah, so. Makes sense, it's it's Kung Fu Master. What doesn't make sense, though, is the background. Um, apparently, he is standing in some desert country with pyramids in the background, uh, with oil drills in the background, and with some guy on a cable. Um <laughs> Nothing in this game takes place there, so that doesn't even make sense. But I did read that there's like a... choke plot or something where they say that Thomas actually is a camel rider so maybe they got it from that I have no idea it does not make any sense this is actually the first time I'm looking at the actual background of it um, because I'm used to seeing this cover but I have never never really looked at the at the background itself it, it makes absolutely no sense uh, But yeah anyways on top of the box you have kung fu master for some reason there's a uh, apostrophe is that what it's called between kong and fu I don't know why that also makes no sense this cover just absolutely makes no sense when you look at it closer but yeah you can see it's it's a kung fu game because I mean the guy is there Uh, But when you look at the Spartan X cover, so the Japanese cover, that that one super reminds me of the anime style of um, Fist of the North Star, actually. So in the front you have uh, Thomas probably with a very nice 80s hairdo, (laughs) for sure. It kinda looks like he's one of the Double Dragon uh, brothers. Um, And in the background, uh, in green tones, Um, You have all the bosses, actually, except, well, maybe the one in the back is uh, Zap, but um, like you have Chainsaw Guy on the left side, behind him is um, the Fury, I already forgot his name, Napalm Bomber. Uh, You have Strongman in the bottom right, and then in the bottom top you have, it's a sword guy, so it could be either one of the two ninja. Uh, and then there's a guy with a whip in the background. Yeah, that's definitely a whip. So may- maybe that is that Zap 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 Brannigan. Why am I thinking of, <laughs> of Zap Brannigan? I don't remember his name. Wait, let me let me take a look what it was again. Uh, Zap Morgan. There we go. Yeah, I, I think it's him with a whip, but he doesn't have a whip in the game at least. Uh, and for some reason, there's like a robotic dragonfly as well. In the background, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it's there. Uh, maybe they just wanted to fill that cor- corner up because it was the only one where there was nothing. Uh, but yeah, they're all silhouettes of uh, of the bosses with Thomas in the foreground, actually colored in. And in the background, you just have a city uh, skyline, basically. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I like this cover; it's really cool. I've, I've never seen it before. I would, I would actually like to. Uh, but is, hmm. I wonder if the card has this cover. I've never seen the Japanese card that <laughs> I think of it, but it, it actually looks cool. And yeah, like I said, it reminds me of the style of uh, Fist of the North Star. Oh. Yeah, all right. Those are uh, the covers. Uh, like the American and the European one are the same version. So yeah, a little bit about my uh, thoughts and history with the game. Um, this is another one of those games I had on a multi-card. And even as a young child, like this was super easy to beat. Like it's one of the easiest games on Game Boy. Um, and even so on hard mode, even though it's it's a little bit more difficult, but, but not really. Um, so yeah, I played this whenever I had like 10 to 15 minutes to spare because I knew I could beat it in that time. So that was the perfect one to boot up. Um, It's also one of those games that I picked up to speedrun when I still did that. Uh, This game had no leaderboard, so I decided to make one for it. Um, I don't remember my time. I, I think it's like four minutes something... Or like a little bit over five. I, I don't remember. I don't have it open right now. Uh, but a lot of people have tried it. And, and all times are like in the same region. Um, so it is a really fun one to pick up for sure. Especially because it's super short. Um, um, most of it depends on like knowing how to despawn enemies and or spawn. And, and the biggest RNG comes from the boss fights. Um, most of them can... Uh, throw you for a loop here or there so every time you play it it's a little bit different you have to react to some things and hopefully uh the, the patterns you get are like the ones you want to <laughs> to get a good time uh but it's super easy to learn and um, i would definitely recommend this to be one of those games that you can dive into if you don't know a lot about speed running and then just want to play something easy to get you going so But yeah, that's, uh, that's literally all I have to say about Kung Fu Master Spartan X. Short episode for a very, very short game. And we will be back right after this song. And with that nice song, I will be taking my leave. Yeah, I know I said we will be back. It's only me, but just the the, the we as not in a whatever. <laughs> Forget what I said. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, um, if you have any thoughts or suggestions, um, you can always contact all of us. Not only me. You can find. Uh, you can contact me or E Bloody Candy or Alex for sure, um, and you can. Give us your remarks. Um, you can always, of course, do that by just commenting on the episodes, like on SoundCloud or on any, uh, podcast app you might be using. Um, normally we, they, they get funneled through to us so we can actually read them, or you can even comment on the videos on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel, uh, with sadly not a specific URL, but that's all right because. All the information you might need, you can actually find on our website. This is gameboy.com. Now, yeah, the stuff that you can find on there is also our social media. So if, if you want to get in contact with me or just want to watch more of my stuff, um, you can al- always find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, all slash Mule. That's M O E L L E U H. You can find my co-host the bloody candy also on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube and Instagram. Uh, his Instagram handle I don't know by heart but uh, Twitch YouTube and Twitter are all candy, so that's very easy to find out. Of course uh, you can find our amazing producer Lex with who you heard for the very first time last episode. What a reveal right? Um, you can find her on uh, Twitch as SprintingLex, Twitter as SprintingLex, uh, on YouTube as Legs I believe, and you can also find her on our own website, uh, sprintinglegs.com, where you can find all of our other Game Boy related uh, projects uh, like the Game Boy Manual Database. No. That's where you have to go. Uh, But yeah, like I said, if if you don't want to type in all these URLs, just go to our website. This is Gameboy.com where you can find some buttons that will point you in the right direction. Uh, If you want to support the stream, you can do that in uh, a few ways uh, nowadays. Um, The easiest one and the cheapest one is by rating our episodes or liking our episodes or uh, following us subscribing. To our feeds um, because that will get the word out to other people that we exist and uh, yeah the more listeners the better of course uh, but if you do want to give us some of your money there are a few ways you can do that as well uh, first of all we have a patreon uh, the monthly subscription based option uh, where there are two tiers a one dollar one a five dollar one but of course you can always choose the amount you want to uh, subscribe for yeah that's that's how you say that uh, to become a patron and there's a few benefits you can have by doing that um, you get access to our episodes no ep- yep yep <laughs> you get access to our episode notes um, they're fun reads um, like if you listen to our previous episode just to see how they evolved over time um, it's really cool and sometimes there's like notes in there that do not appear during the actual episodes and things like that, or just links of sources that we use that we don't like as like specifically mentioned during the podcast, but that you can check out for yourself. So, um, so yeah, from $1 upwards, you, you get access to those, Um, you also get access to some hidden channels in our discord server uh where we have like bloopers and, and stuff like that um the five dollar tier uh gives you a few more benefits but we are reworking those uh it's it's tied to that secret project i was telling you earlier earlier about with me and bloody candy we'll get back to that when we can uh but yeah there, there are gonna be a few changes for the five dollar tier for sure and that's probably the only tiers that we will have. I don't think we we will have anything more in the future, uh, at least. Um, but yeah, if, if like a monthly subscription thing is not your thing, you can always of course, just give us a donation through PayPal. We do have a PayPal. It's just uh, uh, PayPal me slash. This is Gameboy. So that's a one time donation, but we do want to give you like some benefits for that as well, of course. So um, if you do that, put in a message. Let us know who you are, if you are on our Discord server or something like that with with a special nickname, uh, so we can give you a few benefits as well for sure, Um, because yeah we we do want to give you something for supporting us. Uh if you rather have something physical in return though uh for supporting us, you can always go to merch.thisisgameboy.com which will take you to our merch store and um our limited edition shirt is gone sadly, but uh our mug with the normal logo and n- nowadays also just our normal logo on a t-shirt are available through there. Um Doesn't matter which country you order from like uh, we use Teespring, which has uh, I was going to say settlements, but that's not the word. I guess factories both in the US and in the EU. So um, like you don't have to wait very long or you don't have to pay extra uh, shipping or things like that they They all work from their own country. So uh, that's always a, a good, good way to support us and get something physical in return that you can wear. Um, those things only have our logo on it. It, it doesn't say anything like, uh, you have to listen to them or something like that, or our, our URL or whatever. No, it's, it's just a logo. If somebody comes up to you and asks you, Hey, well, what's that shirt? Then you can tell them of course, and please do. uh, but yeah, those are the ways to support us anyways. I think that's all I can say. Uh, yeah, I think I covered it all, so I'll be heading off. Now, um, hope you all have a great rest of the day or evening wherever you are, and next time you will be hearing from me and E-Bloody Kenny again, talking about the game known as Chalvo 55. Goodbye! I did press record (laughs) I was like did I just do this without pressing record okay no great all right